now tuned into What's going on, everybody? You now tuned into the Power Plays podcast. Welcome back. I'm Gio, also known as Real Estate with Gio, and I'm V, aka Miss V, the Realtor. And today we have two special guests. We're gonna let them introduce themselves to y'all. Some of y'all may have seen them on Instagram. Some of y'all might have seen them out here in these streets getting these deals done. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on, y'all? My name is Tiki, uh, 22 year old entrepreneur uh, from Cameroon, West Africa. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Jimmy. Some people know me as Ezel or Actboard Think Rich on um, Instagram. Okay, okay. So, so I thought it was important to have them on. Like, I've met these guys a couple years ago, and they've just been, like, inspiration for me even before I got into real estate. Like, I met Jimmy, and he was doing the damn thing. And I'm like, wait. What was they doing? possible. Are you they going to tell you? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know. I'm like, inspiration. We need that. <laughs> no, like, for real. Like, they, when I met Jimmy, he was like, oh, I just started this. He hit the ground running. And, like, they haven't stopped since. So, tell me, guys, how did you get started? What do you do? Like, what do you do? What don't we do? That's the, <laughs> that's the question. Okay. Um, in regards to how we got started into real estate, um, see, I've, I've always been into investments. I... You know, always like to buy and like, you know, sell things. But uh, it was one day where um, we were I was supposed to go to Carabana in Toronto and I lost my passport and I didn't have the money to go renew the um, passport. However, my brother, he was like, yo, I see you can make money with no money. I'm like, man, that's a scam. I keep it moving. Typical stuff. (laughs) You know, I'm like, yo, that's a scam. Keep it moving. But. There's always a part of me that would go back and go do some more research. So I went to go do the research. I'm like, this might be interesting. And just with that being said, I mastered the art of actually knowing how to make money with no money. And, you know, then we just partnered up and just kept it moving. But I guess you can speak on that. Um, I mean, just to kind of piggyback on that, right? Um, I think the day when he lost his passport, it was all hells broke loose in the house because like, he really was looking to that Canada trip. So, uh, <laughs> when he couldn't go and I'm just on the couch, like, you know what, I'm on my phone. But guess what, though? I found something cool. We can actually buy houses without any money. But me personally, I didn't go back and do more research. I just okay. kind of came across it, kept it moving, like I might come across this again. Um, then after that, I mean, he did some more research. I think he went to a seminar or something like that. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I tried to pay for a course. Um, at that seminar, I guess you could tell them how it went. Oh yeah. So, um, Damon John from Shark Tank was coming in town. Okay. Right. So Damon John, I'm like, I love businesses. I love to invest in business, but I wanted to see what, cause it was a free seminar. So, you know, maybe God just didn't want me to go to Toronto. So I went to the um, seminar and they were talking about businesses. And then at the end of it, they were talking about real estate. I'm like, hmm, this is interesting. But they were showing, they were, I'm showing the samples of other people making money with no money, but they weren't telling you what how to do it, right. You know, so I figured, okay, maybe it might have to be a price with this information. So as time went on, time went on, I actually figured out what what they were um, doing. And they were like, okay, you know, usually, you know, our our course is $10,000, but today it's $1,000 and you have three days to cancel. However, today is the only opportunity. So I said, okay, well, I'm going to, so I went with my homegirl. So I said, you know, I don't have the money on me, but if you pay for it, I know I'm a, I'm gonna pay you back. Like that, like that's no issue. So she went ahead and just had faith in me, and then she um paid for it. And I went home and I was up for like forty eight hours. I was like, yeah, 
cancel that, I figured it out. You know, and then within like two wow. weeks, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then like within like two weeks, I went ahead and got my first deal, and I made twenty grand. And ever since then, I just got addicted. But like, what do you do? Um, well, well, when it comes just, to like to like real estate, we the technical term is called wholesaling. Okay. Um, so we do wholesaling. We do um, you know, we buy and like rent out as well. So we have a lot of rentals and. We flip every now and then, but majority of our, you know, business is wholesaling. Okay. Um, before we go any further, you said you made twenty thousand the first. Yeah, twenty thousand. Yeah, I made. I made twenty grand in like two weeks, and it was like, oh, okay. Um, and then I called my brother because he was working. Right, I'm like, yo, I think I, I figured this out. Right. Right, and you know, this was like junior year of college. I was going to University of Maryland. And, you know, around that time, you know, I was just doing it for fun. You know, I never really worked anywhere before, mm-hmm. you know. So for me, it was like a hustle because when I make the money, I make 10, I go spend 10. You know, it was it was just it like. But I think, you know, when it um, came down to it, uh, my senior year, um, you know, most people don't really know this actual story. But when it came down to it, my um, senior year, um, I used to hire people to take class, like to take classes and like take notes for me so I can close deals because I was addicted to it. You know, so so like you know, like just like just to like take notes and just you know, and just to like take classes and but the test the like last day when I was really supposed to take one test the teacher switched it, you know so you know the person who was actually supposed to take my test couldn't because the answers were just different, so I ended up failing that class by like three points and then I went to the professor and I asked the professor, look man I'm about to graduate, can you give me my three points like it's just three points and the professor said no. But at that point, I was already clearing her salary. So it was like, you know what? You can have those three points. I'm going to just not go back to school and just run this thing as a as a business. And my 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 plan anyway was to work with my brother regardless. So I said, you know what? You go work so we can have some type of money coming in. Then I'm going to be on the sideline figuring it out. And um, within three to like six months, I called him. I said, yo, I'm already clearing your salary in a month. So you might as well just quit. And, and then he bought rental and then he quit and we just built the business from there Gio, can you clear my salary so i can quit <laughs> like you know so that's, what that is crazy wait you cleared his salary in one month yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah it was. i was about to say v i mean if we if we work on like four month increments i could probably okay <laughs> because there was no because there was no way that i was going to be out you know doing business and my brother is still working for anybody it just doesn't make any sense you know so for me it was the lack of sleep it was also the I had to cut off the people around me that weren't in the vision as me, and I had to make it work because it was bigger than me at that point. You know, you're saying something right now that I've been thinking about all week. I've been contemplating it all week, right? Um, I was watching some like clip on Instagram, you know, everybody on there now, and it was another podcast I was watching, and the guy asked the guy that the title of the video was um, it was relationship or mortgage or something like that, relationship or real estate, matter of fact. And the guy was talking about how his vision you know, changed after a while. He bought a house and he was paying a mortgage. He had like five extra bedrooms of just him and his girlfriend. And he was like, I want to rent these rooms. His girlfriend was like, no, she didn't have that vision. So he was like, he had to let her go so that he can, you know, bring his vision into fruition. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people saying that now and they hear somebody who's successful saying that. Puts me like, all yeah, in the, you know, actually putting what you're saying to practice. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you're the average of the five people that you spend of your time with so for me it's really important that everybody around me is either going towards my purpose or my vision and if not you know it's just is what it is 
So I have a question. We'll get into wholesaling a little later, but in terms of like partnership, because me and Gio are partners, but you guys, how did you form that, I guess, partnership and how does that work? Like what, did, what does the dynamics look like? Um, as far as partnership, I just think it comes down to, you know, knowing what your strengths are and also knowing what you're not good at um, and not try to uh, do the things that you're not good at, per se. Yeah. Um, I know between me and my brother, I mean, there are certain things that I'm good at where when I see him try to do it, I'm like, you're slow as hell. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, then at the same time, like vice versa, there are certain things that, you know, I, he's good at that I'm not necessarily good at yeah. that if I try to do, I won't do it as well. Not saying I can't do it. I just know what I'm at my peak performance level when right. I'm doing it. And so you won't be efficient. Yeah, you really won't be efficient and you won't be effective. So as far as partnership, just knowing Which how each other operates, how what you lack and what the other person brings to the table. And most importantly, respect. You know, right. it's like it, it won't work if you guys don't respect each other. And it won't work if you guys don't see that end goal together. You know, one person can't have their eyes on the end goal and the other person is just cruising along. And I know? think that's super That's how important. partnerships break yeah, that's up. That's very, very important. Because yeah. a lot of you times, know. like, if you don't have a similar goal, like, somebody's doing one thing, the other person's doing another thing, and you're not being effective in reaching your goals. And I think me and Gio discussed that a lot. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, you have to put the pen to the paper and plan. You know, like, for me, like, I know he knows that I can't do simple things. but I can do the most complicated things. Right. So and I hate like operations, because if you give me an idea, if you tell me, oh, we need to make a million dollars, I'm hitting the ground running right now. But I know for a fact that if we need to make a million dollars, he wants to sit down and brainstorm. Right. You know, and that's, that's literally us. Like, because <laughs> I, I think we discussed, yeah, me and you talked and you're like, yeah, I'm like the visionary. Yeah. He's I mean, like yeah. Systems. And I'm like, literally, that's just, that's him and I. I'm trying to get out of here. <laughs> like, I mean, you, you, hear that, you, you hear that term tossed around a lot. You know, I think a lot of people, you know, mainly get that term from traction. Yeah. You know, visionary integrator. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's really knowing, you know, what you're good at and what you know you can do to the best of your abilities and not really, uh, you know, give it 50 percent for the most part. So, I mean, we know that about each other. I know if he like he'll bring 10 ideas to me a day and I'll just listen. To him, I'm like, yo, that shit doesn't make no sense. Scratch that. <laughs> yeah. That one probably has potential. Yeah. Write that down in your yeah. idea book or revisit that in five months from now. Right. Yeah. It's just knowing how to put those pieces together and when it's the right time to get those pieces you going. That's need, super important. And you also need somebody to let you know when you're doing too much. Because I think we 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 essentially like for me, if I see like. Right now, if I see that it makes money, I want to put my money in it, right? But he's like, bro, we're already focusing on three, four, five different things. Why, why would you go put your your um, energy there? Like, you're you're not focusing on your 20%. Now you're just, like, expanding right. your um, your um, horizon to places that you don't even have no business being in. Yeah. Right? So, that's, you know, you have to lose, have somebody that's how you that lose money real that. quick. Basically keep you grounded. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I think the, like, last thing, the partnership is mainly core values. Mm -hmm. you, know, like, you got to have somebody that believes in it. Or is at least similar to you when it comes yeah. to that? Yeah. yeah. 100%. 100%. I definitely agree. Gio, yeah. what do you bring to this partnership? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who's the visionary and who's the integrator so, between both of you? No. Okay, like, definitely. I feel like, would you say? I'm definitely the visionary. I don't think I'm. <laughs> no, I'm glad. You, you know, you got to have a Bill and You got to have a Paul Allen. Yeah, I don't know. So I think. We kind of both are visionaries, but for okay. me, it's super important to have systems because I don't operate like that. Like, yeah. I don't just operate like, okay, we're going to do, do it with no plan. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I need to know what we're doing. She's a planner. When we're, like, because yeah. it just needs to make sense to me. I'm, I'm a, like, look. I'm a no GPS. I know I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we're going to do yeah. it. Like, I don't even care about none of this. See, we're see me and you were alike. We take time and we survey the playing exactly. field and see where we can get a loophole. Exactly. They just, like, just want to go. Right. And I'm like, if I'm going to do something, if I'm going to do something, I want to do it to the best of my ability. And I know myself, if I don't know something, I'm not going to do it well. Okay. This guys like v we gotta close 100 deals and i'm like okay we gonna try i don't care how many times it i miss i don't care how many times the ball come back to me or how many times it don't we go get another ball and keep shooting again like i mean you just have to be persistent though i mean that's 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 super important with entrepreneurship i mean persistence is key you can't you can't be easily you know you can't be easily discouraged you know, you have to have their willpower and fight for something bigger than you. And that's you know, what, and that's the thing too, because like in our area, like it's saturated. I don't know, sure. like this wholesaling phenomenon just came <laughs> all of a sudden. Everybody wants to be a wholesaler. I blame or, all. Investor, like, I blame all the core sellers. <laughs> <laughs> like that are really you know, not doing no deals. Exactly. And it's just like all these people, and it's so. How do you guys like keep yourselves motivated? How do you stand out in a saturated market? Because, you know, Gio and I were talking about this. Like, there are a lot of top producing agents. And right. us being, quote, top, top producing, producing agents. Agent. And there are other agents who are doing business. Who are actually doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like, for us, being a new group, how do we get into that? You know, what will set us apart? Um, I think, for me, like, I handle the, the marketing of the business. So when it when it comes down to standing out i'm trying to go so i would do what everybody is doing but i really want to act as if you know so i would play a competitor to no i would play a client to my competitors so i can see what they're doing right and then i could tweak what they're doing and see where they lack and then i just implement that with with them with, like with on my side and that's how we stand out and also i think part of you know standing out is you got to solve the issue of the client. You know, most people just looking at the numbers for like, like we do deals and don't make no money because we want to make sure that the the referral can go a long way. And we also do deals where it's like, it doesn't make any sense, but we still want, we don't want the other person to go take advantage of that client, Mm -hmm. you know? So for us, one, we spend money on marketing. There's, there's no debate, right? But we spend the least money, but it's more effective and, we, and we're doing things that most people aren't doing because everybody wants to call the seller and do everything else. You know, we try to hit the sellers from all different angles. Yeah. Even if they, they spoke they spoke to us in January and they weren't interested, they'll hear back from us in 2023. 100%. You know, just, they're, not, they're not getting getting loose. <laughs> Once you in the hook, you in the hook. Yeah, yeah. it just yeah. is what it is. Effective it's like, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I think another part of your question, V, was, you know, how do we stay motivated yeah. and how do we keep going? I think biggest thing is, you know, forming the right habits to start yeah. out. Um, I think finding a routine that you can stick to consistently. Because um, just doing that consistently just not only reinforces the belief in you that you can do, you know, what you put your mind to, but it also just makes things more real, man. Like, at one point, I struggled. I think me and him, we have to keep ourselves accountable. Like, yo, you got to hit the gym five times and a week this week. Say, I see you in the gym, right. and I'm like, shit. So it's like, you, that, and you be there early. Yeah, it's like I wake up at 530 every day, yeah. you know, and he Our tells bodies. me, if you wake up before me, call me, right? Okay. And then he's downstairs, and I call him like, yo, wake up. You know, yeah. we got to get to work, right? And it's just waking up at 530 every morning and just getting the day started. And by the time you realize it, 
do that all year, you've gotten more work hours in than most people do the whole year yeah, by just waking up early. I'm calling yeah. you. I, you know, I, <laughs> my like our like bodies don't wake up to alarms. Like you know, my body wakes up at like four forty five or like five, but. You know, the the good thing with partnership is that if he wakes up before me, I feel like I'm losing, so I'm always competing with him. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, if I hear footsteps, I'm already getting ready to, yeah. to get out the door, okay. you know, because I don't want him to beat me to the, yeah, yeah. I'm Jim because he's going to talk about it later. Like, oh, so somebody was just snoring today. You know <laughs> I mean? It's just, it's the competitive edge, yeah, though, you know? Right. It's like, you have to keep each other accountable. I talk shit a lot. I mean, personally to him, like... We both run two different departments in the company, right? He runs acquisitions. I run dispositions and transactions. When we don't have properties to sell, my guys are bored. So I'm looking at them like, yo, your guys got to fucking get some contracts. Right, right. right? Like, like, and it's, that's the yeah. type of verbiage we're using because, like, you got to feel the fire. Like, we got to put some deals on the board, you know, to close more deals. So, And then when, and then when this side is overwhelmed with our deals, it's like, yo, what the hell are y'all doing? Yeah, right. yeah if we're not selling the properties right. quick enough, you know, it's a problem. But right. we don't, when we don't have properties, he he's not going to stop hearing from me because it's like me doing that to his team, even though I'm not their leader, it lets them know that, yo, there's another side of the company right. that depends on you guys to perform, you know? So, so speaking of your guys and your company, right? Like, give us the name of your company. Got give it. us, you know, how many years you've been in business. You know, what? So, the parent company itself is different streams. Um, I think just he started that because, you know, coming out of college, we were looking at different streams of income. So, when we became partners, we kept that main company name. Um, on his department, they go by a different name, right? That's the kind of like Google's owned by Alphabet. They have a brand name. And on my department, we have a brand name as well, right? And that side is Equity Pro Deals. If you need a house, you want to buy a house, you can visit our website, right? You can hit us up. And his department, I'll um, let him talk Yeah, forward. so the overall company's name is Federal Cash Buyers. Um, you know, we just buy properties with mm-hmm. cash. Um, but essentially it just depends on what state we're doing business in. Mm-hmm. It just, it's like, it just depends. We just create multiple LLCs depending on the state, but the overall company name is, um, federal cash buyers. So I have a question. How do you, like, how did you guys scale your business? Like you went from just you, you two, yeah. and now you guys have an office space, you have yeah. employees, you have virtual input. Like, how did you... Um, well, I think as you're doing business, the goal is not to work in it, but work on it. So as time goes on, it's like the rather than you. So I, within my um, first year of doing business, I was taking the money and blowing it. Right. So I wasn't thinking more on a, on a business level because I was already in college. I didn't really need much. Right. And I and I and that was money to me, you know. So essentially now you look at, you know, when you when you're when you're making money, you wanna you wanna like employ people to make more money because teamwork make the dumb dumb dream work, you know. And most people get stuck in the in the thing where you know I want to do all this thing by myself, but you really can't do everything by yourself. It's just yeah. gonna work out. So when it comes to the um, scalability thing, it's just I want to focus on my twenty percent, you know. So I'm I'm working on 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 focusing on twenty percent and 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 everything outside of my twenty percent, which is just thinking. I'm just hiring for it. So, you know, that's how we typically scale. It's just hire for the positions that take up most of our time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you guys said you do wholesaling. Can you explain, like, what that is and how, like, how do you make money wholesaling? Because we hear a lot of people talk about wholesaling. Right. Yeah. Like you said, a lot of them people aren't doing deals, right? Mm-hmm. They post this, they show this, they make a video doing this, but none of it really equals out into anything, right? Yeah, it makes sense. Um, In regards to wholesaling, so wholesaling has, there's different parts about wholesaling, right? So there's some people that are just bird dogs, which are just finding deals for, you know, your average investor. And there's some people that actually 
negotiate the um, property and they sell the property for a much higher price to somebody else that's willing to take on the like risk. So essentially you're a deal finder on the off market side. So everybody's going to be your competitor. I think when it comes to real estate, the most important thing is the deal. Right. right. So you're you're essentially just finding deals and you're negotiating the deals and you're getting paid to negotiate. Right. And you're selling your rights to that property rather than the property. So that's really what wholesaling is. OK. Yeah. I know a lot of real estate agents don't like wholesalers. Yeah, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it just comes down to understanding, though. Yeah. Because, I mean, I speak to a lot of those people and my guys speak to a lot of those people. A lot of times it just comes down to explaining it because majority of the time they don't know how they're going to get paid. Yeah. In that type of transaction. But when you explain to them how they're going to get paid, it brings a light bulb. Like, okay, damn, I could do this more. Right. And, you know, just especially having that clientele of investors that want to buy properties and just needing that spark to know how you can serve them. Because I think by agents not liking it, they're still doing a disservice to their client because yeah. they're cutting off another aspect. Right. Right. So you just got to be open. Properties, you know? Yeah, 100%. We don't, we don't like to compete. We like to collab. Mm. You know? And literally, that's, that's what he that's, says that's all my, the time. That's my yeah. thing, bro. No agent, no wholesaler, no mortgage broker, no inspector. Nobody is my competition. Nobody yeah. is our competition. Yeah. We are all allies. We can yeah. all be assets to each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, sure. it's just, it just is what it is. Like, But most people just want to act like, you know, they're the best out of the bunch. And yeah. Cool. Like, you get ate up. I mean, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're the best out of the bunch, but what happens when the bunch turns on you? Exactly. Because you don't want to be a part. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, so, I mean, for us, when it comes down to agents, you know, most of the time, agents are like, wow, you guys are making a lot of money on this deal. And we're like, yo, how much do you want to make? All right, so if we make this deal happen, how many times can you come buy back from us? Right, so, like, that way, you know, we're not the only ones just making money. We're all making money together, you know. So I think most, like, um, like most agents don't reach out and, and, and suggest something. They just walk away. Yeah, that's true. And also, the part as to why agents don't like a lot of wholesalers is because most wholesalers really don't have the contract to that deal. They're probably partnering up with somebody else. Right. Right. For us, you know, know, for us, we don't do no JVs because most wholesalers don't have the contract. You said JVs. Yeah, like joint ventures. Joint ventures. Okay. You know, so in other words, like we want like partnering up with somebody to close the like the like deal. Right. We until we see that contract, we're not doing it. You yeah. know, for us, we would show the agent this is the actual contract. We got this thing signed and it's and it's recorded at the courthouse. And this is just what it is. But most people want to partner up with somebody else and then they're raising the like numbers. This person's selling it for hundred, that person's selling it for like one fifty. So who really has the deal? Right. 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 So So with these other like wholesalers in the market, like I mentioned earlier, it's pretty saturated. How do you set yourselves apart in a sense to like when you're talking to a client, you know, one person comes and like, oh, yeah, I can get you this for your house. Like, how do you guys calculate things like what what does that look like? I think the biggest thing about because I handle acquisitions. So the biggest thing about speaking to clients is you really got to be solution oriented. You know, so, you know, for me, when I first started, you know, real estate, I interviewed a bunch of investors and and interviewed other people to figure out what they struggled with. And I interviewed the investors to figure out what they don't like about the people that they're buying from. And I mastered that. Right. Because so most of the of the complaint was most people don't know the value of the asset. So I so I mainly just studied how to value the property. So, you know, so I can I can stand out. Right. So now when I'm when I'm speaking to sellers, I can't just tell the seller, look, I'll pay a million dollars when it's worth half a mil. I tell you, look, all I got is a half a mil for this property. It's either going to be a yay or nay. And we just keep it moving. So I think when I'm speaking to clients, I'm hearing from about them, about other competitors that, hey, 
you know, this person locked up this deal and they couldn't close or this particular person, you know, offered me a lowball offer. And for us, we specialize in seller financing. So we can give the seller what they want, even though it doesn't make sense. Right. And everybody else just knows cash. Yeah, no, we definitely, if we see a deal, y'all bought a house for $7,000, yeah. what? Yeah, so we, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can structure deals creatively. So that's how we're able to do more deals because we're not just focused on cash. Mm-hmm. Cash is like, always going to make sense. Like for us, it's cash flow. If it doesn't right. work for cash, we'll pick it up as a um, rental. So let's, let's take a step back, right? Because when we talk about wholesaling, right, most people's idea of wholesaling is just basically, um, you know, I guess the, the cookie cutter. You go in, you say, I have a buyer who wants to buy your house for this, right? Mm-hmm. You go back to the buyer or the buyer and yeah. say, I got a deal for 120 You ready? Like, do you want to buy it? Mm-hmm. But you're talking about seller financing and, you know, if it doesn't make sense in cash, we'll get it on a rental. Exactly. Like, what exactly does that mean for wholesaling, right? Because I don't think anyone is outside like, of like, us. Right, right, really right. Because it's like the creative financing right. part yeah, sure. of it. And it's like. I would say don't try this at home yeah, unless you know what you're doing. <laughs> no, Honestly, no, no, no really. You nah. would end up in court. Nah, don't try it at home. Thing like that. Don't try it at home. Yeah. You no, know, like there's no, there's no, like that was, he was actually being serious because we're actually in a, in a lawsuit for just one property. Whoa. Right. Okay. But at the end of the day, we're still going to beat it because we've been doing it for a long time. It's just a deal went wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. So these are the, the um, things that come with like business, you know, like. You want to take the risk in by doing creative financing, but when things come out, what are you going to do? Right. It's like right. um, having, like V, you say, having those, you know, processes and resources in place, you know, for when things go south, right? So I'll say, like you said, you know, what does this mean for a wholesaler? One, don't try this at home, right? <laughs> don't try this at home unless you've taken the time out to properly educate yourself right. gotcha. and know the ins and out of it. Like if I get myself into a hole, how do I get out of it? What counsel do I need to seek? Seek. Am I, I going to quit to be able to get out of it? Yeah. Right. So it sounds good. It sounds good to be able to buy a property for seven thousand dollars, but buying a property the right way for seven thousand dollars—that's a lot of things that people don't know. And it sounds like you guys, like before you do something, you kind of reverse engineer the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very smart because I think a lot of people they just go in like, oh, I can do this, I can do this, do this, do this, but it's like, no, are you thinking about how wrong it could go? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have a solution for that problem. Got to map it out. Yeah. It's just, it's just, I mean, also when it comes down, like, like you said, you go find the like buyer. Nah. We have a lot of private money. So we have a, like a lot of rich, um, you know, people that don't know what to do with their money. So we're able to give them a return on their money. By How did you find the them? We go golfing. I travel a lot. Network. We travel a lot. Okay. Network, you know, okay. just strike up a conversation. You know? <laughs> yeah. you know, so we pretty much study where most rich people hang out at. And that's the golf course. So smart. Right. So I then told you this, Gio. We just, we just never really. Deals even, are made on the golf course. We just, we just, we just <laughs> never even had an interest in playing golf. So we started golfing and we started asking people like, yo, what do you do? And mind you, we're, surprised. Yeah, mind you, we're like there at like 2 p.m. on a Monday. So most people there are like retired. Right. You know, so we're just having a conversation. You know what I mean? And and like for us, we want to just network with those type of people because they, they got the money just sitting down there. Right. So most of the time when we're doing any type of business, we're not using our money at all. And like not not only rich people as well, man, because, you know, Doctors, pe- you have people with regular, you know, W2 jobs that mm-hmm. have 401ks, IRA accounts, and they really don't know how to make that money, make more money for them. 
that's where we step in because you know all we do we breathe and sleep real estate so we're studying like we're studying ways to help other people make money on their money so and it's more pressure family members you know anybody if you have a significant amount of money that we'll consider to take in We'll show you how you can make money on that money, and we'll go to work. And to this make. is another thing I want to mention, that 401k aspect. Yeah. Last week, I was thinking about introducing a new, uh, I guess you'd call her a mortgage broker, to V and to our group and mm-hmm. just using them. So I threw them one of my prospective clients, mm-hmm. and the processor that they used asked my client, why did she submit her 401k information? Mm-hmm. Now, being in real estate, for <laughs> We know that if you have a 401k with any money in it, you are eligible to use that money to buy a home. It doesn't matter if you're seven, if you're 18, 19, 20, you can use it. Tax free is just a loan from your 401k. Mm -hmm. And this person didn't know that. So like you just said, just to piggyback on everything you just said, if you are not studying, if you are not paying attention, if you're not willing to take an hour out of your day to read that book and really understand what's going on in that book. Do not don't try this at home. Even try being at an home. agent. Don't Even try being an agent. Because like, when you're an agent, oh, you better believe them lawyers need to be paid. If not, sure. you can and they will come and get you. And I mean, even outside of that, like you want to work with someone that's knowledgeable. Yeah. Like that's just really what it comes down to. Like the at person the that can speak the best and makes it the most understandable, it's most likely you can get that deal. I think a lot of people skip over that too, though, V, because it's, I mean, if I know somebody that can guide me the right way to avoid making mistakes, trust me, I'm going to pay that person. Right. Because it's going to save me so much more headache down the line than trying to figure it out myself. And that was a problem right. with us. Like, we thought we can do everything by ourselves. For sure. And, you know, it was one year where we just plateaued. Like, we made six figures one year, and then we only survived off of 30K the next year, just us two. And it was like, damn, like, we really, like, we really could have just invested in mentor or somebody that's already been down this like drain and we can just have and and when we invested in in a mentor the mentor only told us one thing get an office we were just like we were just working out over our um, basement basement oh wow yeah he said he said get an office and then and then and then i'm hire people and and, like you got two weeks to hire people and you know after those two weeks the next month like we made six figures that month but it's like he told you to hire, like, but you ain't had no money. No, like, essentially, just <laughs> like figure it out. That's oh, okay. the thing, though, V. It's like you don't need money. Like, you don't, you don't, like, you don't need money. I guess that like, yo, yo, like, I'll be like, honest. You like, really we were, don't like, need money. To, like, people to you really don't need money. Right. Because you know? like, we were under under pressure. All the mentors said was like, you guys already know what to do with real estate, but you're not running it as a business. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's like, yo, you guys got two weeks to find an office. You guys, like, you guys got two weeks to hire people. I'm keep yo. in mind, keep in mind finding an office as a. Small business just starting out. It's not right. the easiest. It's not the, e- it's because, not like, the easiest thing to do because nobody is gonna let you rent their space. Right, exactly. Right. You, you got turned down. Business credit. Right? You, you got. You don't have. You don't have none of that. So we we sat down. We're like, yo, what's the fastest way to get this? What we want? We just started networking, right? And we found an investor. Luckily, dude saw me on Facebook again. Creative financing. He saw a deal that we had. And it was just so interesting to him because he'd never seen nothing like it on yeah. his Facebook. He reached out to me, you know, and me and him started talking. And he said, yeah, man, I don't really want to buy the house. I'm just very interested about how you guys got the property. Can you come by my office? Right. So I told him he's like, oh, yeah, you go take care of it. So I met with him the first time on my own. Then the second time when I got to fill him out. I went back to him like, yo, look, we could probably get this guy to fund our office. You know what I'm saying? So oh, wow. we go back to his office. We set up another meeting. We meet with him. 
just started telling him what we do. He tried to quiz us on the spot, right? Yeah. Like we was easy money. some rookies, easy money, <laughs> blew him out the park, like like blew him out the park. And after that, like literally, I think I made an Instagram video that day when we secured the funding, and we told him, "Look, this is what we need right now. We need an office space. We have a plan. We can get staff. We know how to get those. We just need an office space, and we need somebody to sign off on it." Right. And dude was like, "You know what? Let me ask the property manager in this." Location, yeah. if they have any spaces, and I'll let you know. Literally a week later, the dude called us back to his office. Like, yo, do y'all like this spot? And yeah. I've been to your yeah. office. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's literally how we got the office. But, like, you like, know, but we found know, the people that. Yeah, no, like, you want to know what that what that quiz was? It was. I told him. I said, yo, I can run because he takes an hour to value an asset. I said, yo, I can value the asset in about two minutes. He's like, how? He said, he, he said, I was like, give me give me the last property address that you bought. And I ran the comps to that property, and I told him that, that I'll pay this to this, and I'll pay this to that. He was like, okay, here's the check. <laughs> literally. And literally, literally, you know, it was it was just mainly Bro. just specializing literally. in valuing the asset. I can eyeball things because I know certain areas. Like, I know how, you know, like, I know the percentage as to which is going to go up to and, you know, the percentage, at, like, at which is not going to go up to. And that particular thing, he never need to look at our, at our bank account. He, like, we told him, like, yo, we made six figures last year, but we blew it. And you know this year, and we and and we were also mixing our personal with business, mm -hmm. you know. So we 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 like yeah. really, you yeah. know, was not really, we really blew the bag like money. Yeah. So he understood that, but the real thing that like made him really believe in us and invest into our company and into that that um office. Even now, he's he's even giving us more money to do more projects. You know, it's like it's just the fact that one we were determined, mm -hmm. and two we just didn't give up. And we knew our stuff, man. I wouldn't. Literally, I would, that's you can't is, show up literally. unprepared. Yeah. You can't. You don't know. Like, if he quizzed him at that point and he didn't, like, pass the test to his liking, who knows? Yeah. You know, we probably wouldn't have been where we are right now. So being prepared, you know, never thinking you know everything and just expecting the unexpected, you know? You got to be willing to learn. And you can't, sure. you can't force the fact that, yo, I know everything. I don't know. You don't anything. know everything. Yeah. <laughs> you definitely don't know everything. So what does like studying look like for you guys? Like what do you read? What can you like suggest for people that are trying to I don't want to say get on your level, but you know, kind of get uh, their feet wet. Yeah. It's a lot of gems. Start with Go like my mind. I think one, you gotta have a budget. You know, you gotta know your budget. You can't make a thousand and spend fifteen a month. Right. You got to know your budget. Then you got to align your goals with your budget. So first budget, then it comes to goals. And then you got to weed out the people that are distracting you from that. Right. So in regards to that, um, as to what we read and stuff for us, morning routines are really important. Wake up at five every day and we got to read and then we got to hit the gym and then go back to the office and read again. Right. So for us, we we're competing right now as to who can read the most books. But he's but he's beating me right now for now. You know, but it's just it just comes down to it. So I think for like beginners, bro, start with Rich Dad Poor Dad. That was a good book. That was yeah, that was a really good I book. I still had the audio book. Yeah, yeah. Rich Dad, that was really Poor good. Dad. You can't you can't go wrong with that one. Yeah, <laughs> I think biggest thing in terms of like you know elevating yourself is just getting a consistent routine to follow. I mean, I'm real big on habits. You know, if you get one percent better every day, you actually end up being thirty seven percent better that year. Right. You know, so it's like. Finding that thing to get 1% better at, whether it's your budget, whether it's, you know, your eating habits, your daily habits. And in terms of books, I mean, you don't have to read anything motivational. Just read. Yes. You know, just get in the habit of reading. You know, because the more you do it, the more you start liking it. Then your curiosity just starts right. to peak. Like, yo, what else can I learn? Like, I'm reading faster. 
I'm retaining more information. Like you just notice a difference in yourself. It's you know? the it's it's the like little things that affect you. Like for me, I tell my friends don't text me in slang because you're gonna ruin my dialect. Because I'm going to respond. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, like, it's, bougie no, 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 it's, it's, it's like actually real because like if I start speaking in a lot of slang, when I'm speaking to people that I need money from, right. that's going to come out. You know, and you know, people are going to adapt to who they're they're communicating wow. with. So I only ask my close friends. I don't care who, who randomly texts me, but those who are my like close friends, like, yo, please, like let's speak proper because I'm speaking to a lot of people who are way older than me and they're not even like us. Right, yeah, and it's they're already so, on, that, yeah. you already at a disadvantage yes, that yeah. way. Even when For I sure. go around them, I, I take off my earrings and I take off everything else. I'm just Bro, suited up. I wear long sleeves. <laughs> it's it's so, I mean, it, it sucks <laughs> that you know you have to conduct yourself in that manner. But right. at the end of the day, like that's the real world. Like, it just is what it you're going to so. get judged whether you like it or not. You know, you might as well play their game against them and make them a good book about that is Fifty Cent's book. Yeah, no, real. Yeah. Hustle harder. It teaches you. Such you know, that's a good book. That's Hustle a great harder. book. Hustle harder. Man. Hustle smarter. Great book. You know, great book. Yeah. It teaches you how to use all you that to your advantage. That shit, I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I would mm. read that twice yeah. again. It I was so car. good. I would listen to that audio book yes. any day. <laughs> that's, that's that's actually what I had. The audio book, so right? Like, hey, driving, driving and listening to it. Yeah, like, you'll pick up so many gems just off of mm-hmm. audio books. Like now, I'm not even listening to music as much as I used to. Like that's a good habit change too, man. You know, you you just cut out the toxic stuff, you know, because the music is not really, you know, getting you nowhere. They're, already they're all paid. talking about the same. Right. <laughs> they're, all, they're already getting paid. They're already getting paid. You I'm know? trying to, you know. But. So I have a question. You guys work really, really hard, but at what point, you might have already answered this, but at what point do you see success? Like what point are you like, all right, you know what? I made it. Uh, for me, my mom is not retired yet. Okay, so that's, that's the not, goal. So even if I make a million, if my mom still has to go to work, it's not a million to me. That's we still got got them work, to, work do. to do. You know, so it's mainly the people around me. Like my closest friends aren't comfortable. My my closest people that I that I speak to complain about what they have going on. So for me, if I can't solve those issues, my issues haven't been solved yet. So success is is you know it's it's right there, but you know at first I got to start with my mom. Facts. Family first. That's really what it is. I think same thing, like piggybacking on, you know, my brother um, coming down to family, you know. I don't really feel like you really, I think it's all a mindset, what you think success is. Um, Different people place different values on different things. I think for me, mainly it's my family, um, my mom, pops, you know, making sure they're not working no more. And most importantly, being able to control the four W's in my life, right? That's who I get to do things with, when I get to do those things, what I get to do, and where I get to do it at, yeah. right? Once I'm able to control all four of those things, I can really, because money is not really going to define success. Because the more you get, the more you want. So it just right. really has to be, you know, <laughs> like, your time, you your freedom, with, valuing right? more than just money and materialistic things, you know, because yeah. it's a lot of successful people that's killed themselves. Yes. You know? Yes. And also, our um, employees. You know, yeah. like the people that like work for us. Like, we're spending time trying to solve their goals. You know, so if their goals are not solved, then we're just selfish CEOs. You know, so for us, you know, success comes from when I can fly my, um, you know, one of my um, head guy out to a country he's never been in because he's never left the like states, or I can oh. pay his like bills. And he doesn't have to worry about anything but just to produce, you know. And one of my guys, they need a car right now. The other one wants to get a house. 
that, so those are our um, goals is to get them a house and also get one of them a car. You know, so that's success to me. You Being know? able to help the people <laughs> around you. Help. Yeah, for sure. That's dope. I have no doubt in my How about mind. you guys? <laughs> Y'all are gonna make that. Happen. What's 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 what's, no what's success? What's success to you guys? You know, I know both of you guys are agents right now. Yeah. I mean, at what point do you guys feel like you know I've hit the point where I'm here? You know, I'm. Well, for me, family's really really important. So I'm the oldest of three, mm-hmm. and um. My mom, she works really, really hard. So definitely retiring her mm-hmm. so where she doesn't have to go to work anymore. Being able to pay off my student loans and then my sister's student loans. Cause sure. <laughs> who likes stressful, paying those? Sure. It is stressful. But I think for me, when I get to a point where like my business or whatever I'm doing can like run itself and I can take a vacation. Literally, if I can take a vacation once a month for a week, I've made it. Like what else is there? Because I'm not... I'm not a materialistic person, so I'm not like, oh, I got to buy like all this designer stuff, yeah, whatever. But if I can experience different cultures, <laughs> yeah, if I can experience different parts of life, like travel, that's like, I, I'm good. And I have a car that I like. I have a house that I want. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to have multiple anything. Like, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. What I car do you drive? Okay. I drive a Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't drive. The car drives right. her. I drive what a Tesla. Drive? <laughs> yeah, we drive Oh, Teslas. you didn't see them all that? Oh, oh y'all uh, both got Teslas. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Well, one for both of y'all. <laughs> and well, another one. Well, I don't have a Tesla, but, you know. How about you, man? The charging, man, that's the crazy. But um, as far as success is concerned, I think I measure success similar to you two. Like, you know, retiring my mom. Yeah. Um, my dad, he retired from one job already. Okay. He, like, worked that job from, from 16 to, like, 43. So he retired. Now he's back at work just because he, like, he was 43. Man, got two lives. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I could say retire him, but I feel like that's not really what he wants because he tried that before, right? Yeah. So I do, I, I know one thing that he wants right now. He wants that uh, Corvette, that C8. Oh, the man, new one. Yeah, the new one. He wants that. So I yeah. think... For me, I always measure success in levels, right? Because I don't think, I, I take the Nipsey Hustle theory, right? It's not a destination. It's like a journey. You journey, know what I'm saying? Got it. So I think, you know, maybe this year or next year, we can put that in that. That's one level of success. Gotcha. A yeah. And years later, you know, moms. Every year you can. Yeah, you know, you know honestly, leveling up. Honestly, I've, I've realized that, you know, you got to invest in yourself first before you give up. 100%. You yeah. Know, so I think there's a lot of people, a lot of family that reach out to me, but- there's, a, there's power in saying no, because I can do more with the money than just giving it up. Yeah. You know, and that's going to come back later on. So you have to be okay with just watching sometimes your friends and family suffer for the like, meantime. You know, because if you keep giving up, you're not going to have that much for yourself anymore. And they're not going to realize the value of it either. If yeah. they're like, oh, he's a piggy bank, I can go get it from him anytime. Like, yeah. No. <laughs> 100%. So, especially coming from where we from. Uh, you. You're not sending no money back home. No, it's yeah, it's nothing wrong with extending, <laughs> you know, a right. helping hand, but don't like, abuse it. Advantage, and then <laughs> don't use the, abuse and it. pull the family card. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> Man, I don't have no experience, but I do want to go to Africa. I'll be yeah, trying to sure. come, like sure. come through. Come through. First time I went, funny story. First time I like literally planned a trip, we were going to go to Ghana and Nigeria, right? Mm. When was this? This was 2018. 2018? Yeah. Okay. I was in a wedding, though. Okay. And oddly enough, it was a wedding for a couple that was from Sierra Leone. It was my dean. Okay. 
and I was like, damn, I'm supposed to go to Africa. Now I'm in an African wedding. This is awesome. Whatever. I'll, t- I'll take the wedding. We'll, uh-huh. we'll, we'll double back on uh-huh. that. <laughs> no, that's cool. African weddings are definitely good. Bro. They you know? are. When I, when and if I get married, lucky lady, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do it like that. We got to have a traditional, then we can have an American wedding. I got you. <laughs> so, Gio, what do you think success looks like for the powerhouse group? Oh, man. I think that's pretty, pretty simple. I think we both talked about um, the group that we want to model ourselves after, kind of, like, in a way. Not necessarily model ourselves, but that kind of, like, inspire us. Um, the Makiti group. Um, oh, yeah. 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 I know yeah. them. They're pretty cool. Yeah, they're pretty cool. <laughs> like, they do great business. They're cool people. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I've never met Mr. Makiti personally. I've met his wife, like, you know, in passing. Um, and I've met a few of his team members. Um, and they are literally the perfect mix of success and humility. Got it. Like... Mr. Minkiti's done business for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Still doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Now he, well, from what I can see, he's more or less like, he's not working in, he's working on, on. his business. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So once we get to that level, I think that's kind of where we're, we're headed. Facts. Right? So I guess that kind of goes into my next question. How important is it for you guys to diversify your business? I know you do TED Talks all the time on different things. <laughs> um, for us, you know, we believe in diversification. Like we do real estate, we do transitional homes, we do um, invest in the business, and we also do cryptocurrency, and now we're doing art. So for us, it's it's mainly just looking at opportunities and investing in the people rather than investing in the business. Um, so, you know, and... Some, like something such as COVID, right? If COVID would have slowed down real estate, we still had revenue coming in from other places. So we didn't have to fire our, our um, staff. Yeah. And everybody was still getting paid. So, you know, it's just, it's, we are always looking for that next opportunity and we have to adapt to the market. Like we're in a virtual market. So we got to make sure that we're adapting to the Zoom world. You know, I can't be doing things face to face, you know, like I'm, like I'm back in pre-COVID, you know? So that's, that's really what the important is, is to know, when the big guys start doing it, you got to adjust. Like for right. us, we move when Facebook and Twitter is moving. You know, like when Facebook and Twitter say, hey, you can work from home forever. Hey, guys, don't come back to the office. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do you guys still have forever. that office space? Yeah. we. Okay. I can't work from home. He can. But no. I cannot yeah, work from no, home. Yeah, we no. We can't. We got to be in the office. <laughs> we just got a new office. Yeah. Like, we like, <laughs> I, can't, like, yeah I can't work from home because I, I feel like my home is for me to just sleep. You know, I decompress from work. Yeah, home. I can't. Yeah. I can't take the work home. Yeah. Know? So even when you know there was COVID and you can't come outside, bro, I'm I'm leaving at three a.m. four a.m. to go back to the office. Right. I love my office. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're paying for it. You, you got to use it. Yeah, definitely. Wow. Okay. Cool. Um, I see your hats. Yeah. Yours. What does your say? Mine says cryptocurrency. Crypto Wealthy currency. by thirty. I need Wealthy that. by thirty. Yeah. So what does that mean? I mean, you already said you invest in crypto. Yeah. Wealthy by 30, you trying to, yeah, like, we didn't mention that because you got the, um, I think for me, wealthy by 30, kind of, I don't really look at the number as a placeholder because I feel like I'm going to be wealthy regardless. All right. Um, But I just put 30 as a placeholder there because that's my goal. I honestly want to get it done before I'm 30. And when I say wealthy, I mean, being able to provide um, not only for myself, not only for my staff, but you know, for everybody else around me, you know, being able to make an impact on their lives and knowing that the more wealth I have coming in, the more I'm able to bless other people. Amen. You know? So that's kind of where that came from for me. And I think it's always going to stay 30, not 35. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how old are you? I'm 22. All right. So you got, couple, you got a couple yeah. years left. I got eight, eight more, eight more to go. Uh, so you got a lifetime. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lifetime, but for me, you know, eight, eight more to go um, to make that happen. So that's definitely the goal right now. Yeah, and for me, like, I'm really, you know, into crypto. Oh, yeah. That's digital money. I, I don't believe in paper money. And the the idea of, you know, because as, as an African, when we send money back home, we have to pay additional fees, and sometimes it takes longer. Yep. But the idea of Bitcoin is when I send money through um, through um, Bitcoin, the person gets it instantly, and I only pay like $3, right? So, you know, it's 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 the fact that, and also, people don't need bank accounts. That's true. Right? So, yeah. so yeah. you know, people don't, the average person, in, like, overseas don't have bank accounts or yeah. IDs. Or they don't have addresses. Like, they know? don't so, have none of that. So, I believe that, you know, crypto is going to be the, the um, future, and we're going to have one universal currency because the government keeps printing out money and is devaluing our dollar. And even now, like Miami is now accepting bit, like on um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin, yeah, yeah, I you know, so <laughs> that's pretty was, big. Yeah, I was like, yo, I can put put, put this next to it, like yeah. 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 It's yeah. like no, it's not like I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's crazy, but you should, you got to be like aware of the things that's going to come next. And I think for me as a visionary, I think like that. I I I'm I'm interested in artificial intelligence, robots, and you know space travel and stuff like that. So, so you love Elon Musk. Yeah, that's that's my favorite entrepreneur. Yeah, no, he's though. He he's like the definition of a visionary. It was like I want a self-driving car back in 2006. Now believe it and or not, happening. In, in a few years you're going to be able to edit your key, your kids' genes. Yeah, gene therapy. Jesus. That's a that's Crazy. another science that's coming up. I was going to say they they don't. actually started doing it. Yeah, you know, they already started doing it. The yeah. company called CRISPR. Yeah, you know, they started doing that. We, we also invest in gene therapy. Oh wow! Just companies <laughs> that do that, not necessarily it itself, but companies yeah. that focus on that. And, yeah. you know, next level innovation that's kind of what we like to focus on so do you guys like trade in the stock market too or is it just strictly that's crypto that's okay. a hobby well, i mean we focus I, on real estate got it i mean real yeah because like, that's a whole I like, other realm yeah. in itself i like to see my money it's right. like i mean with with, with <laughs> like with play money you know yeah. with play money here and there you know you make a couple of plays in mm-hmm. the market just to see how it turns out but it's not something where you know i'm actively watching charts watching yeah. charts you nah. won't catch me with 15 different charts on my computer nah, that's like I, nah. you catch me 15 different houses you know? okay. that's, you know? that's yeah. right that's, charts. that's really where the bag is I can flip this I can rent this I just wholesale this yeah. I think you I know? feel I that's think good. I feel what you're saying you threw me off when you said you don't believe in paper money I was like dog listen I hate to snitch on myself but I'm still a guy mm-hmm. like if I make let's say I get a check for 2000 mm-hmm. at least 1200 of that I'm putting it in cash and putting it somewhere where I can't touch it every day <laughs> You know, but I, it's like your I, money I is not like it's not it's not like I'm like just gonna hold it there. Mm-hmm. But like I was taught like a different way of saving, right? Mm-hmm. Like I was taught like from my great grandparents, right? Take your money, save it when you get a, a significant amount of it or a certain, certain dollar value. Mm-hmm. Take it and put it somewhere else to make more money with it. Mm-hmm. But if you just got like pennies or like you know I, what I'm saying, a smaller value. I said that. The, I said that the other day. It's like you know when the government keeps printing out money, it devalues the dollar. So 100%. if so, if you saved. 20 k last year, mm-hmm. and now bread and milk has gone up to three dollars. You're essentially losing money. So right. for me, yeah. any type of money down. that I get, mm-hmm. I store it either in a stock or a cryptocurrency. All right. So I only have the amount of money that I need to to survive a month in my bank account, and also that keeps me my budget tight. If, if, right. if my friends call me like, "Yo, like let's go out," bro, I ain't got no bread right now, bro. It's just, it's, just, it's not working out. 
Act <laughs> poor, think act rich, poor, literally. Think rich. <laughs> yeah. I talked about that on the first episode. I yeah. don't have nothing. <laughs> you don't. I, 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 I you don't. Just because you think I got it or you see me with it don't mean I got it. Right. It's not there. Right. It's not, it's not there. there. Like, it's, don't, it's around. Don't pay attention yeah. to the car. Don't, don't, don't pay attention. I, nope. Yeah, yeah. I right. don't. I don't even have my money on me right now. Yeah, bro. <laughs> you know, I don't have my in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, flashy things don't necessarily mean much to us. Like even even though we're like driving a Tesla, it's for marketing, right? Because when we are charging our vehicles, we meet other people that are either that doing is true. business or doing something. And you know, by us charging our own vehicle, we met a guy with the with the largest liquor liquor um chains here in Maryland, like DC. Also, a guy and, with a trucking company. And and he and. And he didn't even know how to charge his vehicle. He asked us to help him charge his vehicle. We asked him, what does he do? What do you do? Yeah. And he's like, yo, I own liquor stores. Like, come through. So now we don't buy no other liquor outside of his liquor store. And if we need money, we just call him. Like, yo, we need this money for this project. That's why relationships are so important. That networking. networking. Yeah. yeah. That networking. Yeah. So, question. I guess the last question. We'll wrap up yeah, soon. Yeah. What advice do you give for, like, prospective people trying to get into the industry Whatever industry that is, like <laughs> I say, I mean, for me personally, the advice I'll give is before you get into anything, uh, you first want to define what game you're playing. Yeah. Um, and once you define that game, you want to figure out what the rules are. Okay. And also from then on, knowing when you know you've had enough and when you can walk away. Uh, once you figure those three things out, I think you can navigate anything you want to navigate. Um, and also just being motivated and wanting it bad enough, man. A lot of people, you know, are social media entrepreneurs. A lot yes. of people are, you know fake doing it you know just for the gram or twitter whatever it is so if you're gonna go on your grind man actually go on your grind you know put your head down put in the work you know nothing out here is free um if you really want it you got to put in the work for it i mean it's all sounds cliche but that's just facts it is facts you're not gonna get it out of nowhere you know you're gonna have to work for it for real um i think my advice to anybody that's looking to do anything is you really have to evaluate yourself first you know because you know, if some people are just not built for this lifestyle, you know, this, this is, this is, this is not an overnight thing. This is, you know, crying. This is like losing six figures months and, you know, all types of, you know, not even being able to make your next rent payment, you know, like this, like you have to be willing to go through those lows to enjoy certain highs, you know? And even, so that's the reason why, like, even now, if money does come in, it doesn't really mean much because we're humble. Right. The process made us humble, you know, so you have to evaluate whether whether or not that you're really, you know, this is something that you really want to do. And some people just can't do it. Yeah, no, they, it takes a they different think that level, cool, mm-hmm. you know, because they probably would see a um, check or whatever. But, you know, this is something that you have to be disciplined. And are you willing? You have to ask yourself, are you willing to do it yep. without making any money? It's that, that consistency, that discipline, like keeping yourself encouraged because it's so easy like it's so easy to see like, like other agents other investors making all this money it's like well dang when's my next yeah. when am i up next you, you know? don't want to it's not overnight you know so i mean and, and hopefully like we don't you know put like portray the like wrong message you know because sometimes we do like i said like we do post checks but it's not to brag it's mainly to like for me it's mainly to influence the troubled youth because that's how i grew up you know so and i want and i don't want my bros to think that you know, selling drugs or doing illegal things is the only way to make money. Right. You know, I, I want to show them like, yo, you can make money by not even knowing how to make money. Right. It's just understanding what you're putting your like money into. Um, so and also it's just to motivate other people, you know, because sometimes like you just will be scared to start. And, you know, <laughs> and you just have to just start in whatever passion you like want to do, whether it's lashes, weave or just whatever. Yeah, no, I agree. You guys are definitely a big source of inspiration for me. Like I see him. I'm like, yeah, I can do this shit, too. 
Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can do it too. To. Yeah. Even like how you guys like articulate yourself, right? Like you can definitely tell like it's like an aura about y'all. Like that's why like we were talking about what success looks like. Yeah. I don't see nothing stopping y'all from reaching whatever success looks like, Appreciate whether, that. you know, it's Thank now you. or in the future. Because, you know, your perception of success does change. Because, like right. I said, it's not like a destination. It's mm-hmm. more like a journey. journey. You know? Sure. So, so thank you guys so man. much yeah, for coming and being definitely. on this podcast. I think a lot of people Always. are going to, y'all dropped so many gems, not so much. many gems. I just learned <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, I'm going to go back and watch right. this. Like, oh, they did say. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys podcast is pretty lit. Like people reach out to us all day, but there's a, like, I only would want to do things with people that are like, like, me. you know, V, V used to go look at properties when I didn't have time. Like like, V, V, V definitely held us down a lot, Um, you know. So just to have somebody that would sacrifice their time to try to make things work out for us, of course, we can't turn this down. I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Power plays, man. Power plays.